I just feel like for the season finale, I should just try to cover as much as I can. You know why? Because players keep doing stuff and signing different contracts, and that's what this show is for. Luckily for me, it's the season finale of NYAC. Hey, everyone. My name is Ashley Gibbs, and I'm your host of another episode of Not Your Average Cheerleader. That's right. Here we discuss everything NFL football related from the players to the game to the injuries to even the contracts. So sit back, listen in from a female perspective who secretly loves the game. And let's dive into this conversation and get started. Season finale. Can you believe it? 12 episodes. This is the 12th episode of Not Your Average Cheerleader. The season finale of season one. 500 downloads, five countries, close to 50 subscribers. Can't believe it. Man, oh man. And there's so much to talk about. But first, as I always do, um, today's episode is brought to you by the coffee inside my new color-changing cup that I just ordered from Breeze Vinyl. Cup-making design. I, I found it on Etsy, and I love it. I've ordered like two cups from her. And I said this on my YouTube channel. It tastes so good, you guys. I love coffee. I love that plus a few things. But let's go ahead and dive right in because... There's just so much to talk about. Can we talk about Patrick Mahomes real quick? I was going to do quick fires, but I feel like there's so many topics that the season finale will just be all quick fire topics because, well, I can do what I want. So, <laughs> I can do what I want. So, let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. Woo! Can someone say $500 million? $500 million! This kid signed a $500 million contract extension. 10 years. That's until 2031. $503 million. I apologize. I forgot his additional $3 million. And he has 140 mil injury guaranteed. When I say that this contract is like the football gods just opened the heavens and said, Patrick Mahomes, I know you threw like two or three picks in the third and fourth quarter of the Super Bowl and you made some mistakes, but you still deserve MVP and you still deserve this big old dynamite contract. So we're going to bless you with it. And that's what happened. And there's no trade clause in there too. Woo! This kid made out, you guys. Man, man, guess what I want. I really wanted the 49ers to win the Super Bowl, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I just, what do you guys think of his contract? There's been a lot of debate surrounding whether his contract, did they overdo it at Kansas City? Did they overexert it? I Here's, okay. All right, here I am. This is what I think. This is what I think. Let me just give you 100% of what I'm feeling. I feel like it's a lot because the expectation, the bar has been set so high for P. Mahomes that, I pray to God that he lives up to it. The bar has been set so extremely high for that kind of money. I mean, to be very honest, the way he played, there's the base that he could have played in the Super Bowl better than what he did. So it's kind of nowhere but up from here. I mean, you look at it. I, I mean, you know, I just don't know what to tell you. 
But that's a half a billion dollars. I know that much. You know what? When I saw, when I heard about his contract and then like, um, I, I saw the details of some of it, um, on, you know, not just social media, but news outlets. Here's what I immediately thought. I immediately thought one, $500 million. It's not like we're in an economic recession or anything. I don't know where they're going to get that money from. That's the first thing I thought. Second thing I thought was, what are what the next few contracts over the next three years are going to look like for players? Assuming that other teams go to Super Bowl, what if Kansas City doesn't make it back to the Super Bowl? What if they get to the Super Bowl and lose? What does that mean for the next player that, you know, did like better than mediocre, but not like super great clutch you know, movements like certain QBs we know of in the past that shall name, you know, remain nameless. <coughs> Tom Brady. So, you know, I'm like, you know, you might have these little quarterbacks come in and say, well, I won a Super Bowl, so I deserve $700 million. As a matter of fact, let's just go ahead and make it an even billion. Why not? I played that well, right? Eh, I mean, I think... Let me let me digress. That's half a billion dollars. <laughs> I just can't let that go. Half a billion dollars. Ugh. All right. I mean, but he's earned that guaranteed $140 million. They covered him in case of injury because that was a lot of concern. Like, okay, what if he gets injured? And, you know, he's a movable quarterback in the pocket. So we'll see what's going to happen. But right now, he's sitting pretty. And, you know, so here's the funny thing. I, I want to share this with you guys. This is on social media. This is on YouTube. This is, you know, Vera facing is what I like to say. I watched this video of Travis Kelsey gifting Patrick Mahomes like this cool, you know, um, kind of like, I don't know, necklace or whatever it is because he made it part of the 99 club for the Madden ratings, which we're going to get to in a second. And here goes Patrick Mahomes walking in with his girlfriend this dude got a new diamond chain around his neck. I said, go ahead. Look who done stepped up a notch. Okay. With the shades on and the flip flops. P. Mahomes living his best life right now, y'all. I would be too if I won a Super Bowl. I'm just saying. If I beat the 49ers. Not even in a clutch moment. I would just be living my best life. Whatever that looks like. I too would have ice around my neck and shades on. I'm not even mocking him. I sound like I'm mocking him, but I'm not. Because I would be living my best life. So... <laughs> Congrats to him. That contract is massive. But in the words of Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility, Patrick Mahomes. I hope you know that. We'll be watching over the next few seasons because you are officially the $503 million man. So we'll be watching. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. We're going to transition over to the Washington Redskins are retiring their name. There's been a lot of speculation, a lot of debate. As a matter of fact, they've debated about this and had this conversation for years, a very, very long time. It seems like each year before the season starts, they have this same conversation. I'm just glad that it finally resulted in saying we're going to officially retire change the name because of what the name stands for, what it represents. It is not something to relish in as part of the Indian community. It's not something to be proud of. And I'm glad that that franchise has decided to change it, retire it, get rid of it, change the logo along with it. Let's make a change and make more of a positive impact. Um, And I think that that's the best decision. Like, if you think about it, the Washington Redskins name actually lost trademark, like, protection because of how the the name has you know been so disparaging towards the native american community and 
I can't blame him. Change it. Change it. I've always agreed with it being changed. I mean, I pray they just come up with something better, something more positive, something that's empowering. This is the day and age that we're in. You know what I'm saying? Like now we're not just looking at, you know, only Black Lives Matter. We're taking a look at everything, each community that has in some way been, I'm trying to find the right words, constricted, overlooked, and discriminated against in so many former fashions. And I think that this is the start. We have to look at these major franchises and industries, and this is where it all begins. So I'm really glad. I wonder how you guys feel about it. I've seen some crazy tweets. I've seen some crazy posts. I've seen some that say, yeah, do it. It's about time. I agree with the people that say, do it. It's about time. Um, No more debates. Just do it. Make the change. Let's move forward. Let's make more positive change. Now, on to... The Madden player ratings. I have to flip over my page, y'all, because I did so much research for this because I thought it was hilarious. Absolutely funny. The Madden 21 ratings. The players just went eight beat, you know, on, I beat myself out. (laughs) They went insane over these ratings. I mean, let me just go through and then I'll talk about some of the things that I, I saw on YouTube and social media. Okay, so the 99 overall. Number one, Patrick Mahomes, QB, he got 99. Michael Thomas, wide receiver, he got 99, to name a few. Um, If you look at the Madden QB list for their ratings, Patrick Mahomes is 99 again. Russell Wilson, 97. Lamar Jackson, 94. I think he thought he was going to be higher. Not even kidding. Drew Brees is 93. Tom Brady is 90. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, he's 89, you guys. I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers. I do. Why are they so mean? Why are they mean to him? He's a great quarterback. He's won a Super Bowl. Honestly, he's done better than what? One, at least one person on that list. I just, I don't, I don't understand why they give him an 89. Please, like, fill me in. What do you guys think? Why do y'all think the Madden community, the NFL community, the Green Bay Packers community franchise, yo, they are downplaying Aaron Rodgers hard. And it's not nice. He, I'm not going to get into the relationship stuff that just was announced um, because I always believe that that's their private business. I don't want to go into that. That has nothing to do with what we're doing here. Even though I did say in one episode that I feel like how he plays is contingent upon the woman he's dating. I still believe that. I'm not even going to lie. I believe that. Just because I kind of put the two and two together. It's my conspiracy theory for him. Sounds outlandish. I know. But I really hope maybe what's happening, maybe this brain is going to fuel him. He could focus on football, get in the gym. No better way to move forward, you know, past the relationship you really care about than to focus on your work. So, Aaron, do that. Prove these haters wrong that you're better than 89. Yeah. Even though you might not care about this score at all. So, he, he ticked off somebody. He pissed off somebody in the Madden community, y'all. I feel like Aaron Rodgers did. Somebody in the Madden community doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to dig that up. Somebody out there look that up. Deshaun Watson got 86. When I So here's the funny thing. They told him his score, and he thought he was so much higher, and his facial expression. <laughs> I was watching some of these videos on YouTube where like these people were telling the players via like FaceTime or Zoom or whatever it was, their score. They would let them guess their score first. It was absolutely hilarious. 
one dude, they were like, oh, what do you think your your fullback score is or whatever it was? And the guy was like, oh, 99, easy, 99, easy. And the guy was like, 72. And the, the player's face, <laughs> the player's face was like, beep, like what? <laughs> if you go on YouTube, watch it. It's Their reactions are worth a million dollars. Now, here's funny. I'm still on a QB list, you guys. Dak Prescott is an 84. Dak Prescott's an 84. Hold that thought. We're going to get to one of the quick fire topics that's actually about Dak Prescott. We're going to come back to this, okay? We're going to come back. So now the running backs, this was hilarious. Ezekiel Elliott, he went off on Twitter. And by went off, I just mean he started tweeting some funny stuff and was like, put some respect on my name because they just rated him so low. And lower than, I'll say this, lower than probably what he thought he would get, if that makes sense. And I mean, he was like, the numbers don't lie. And I was just like, okay, but I mean, look at your yardage from just last season alone. I'm not talking about your entire span of your career. I'm talking about just last season alone. And I mean, come on, Zeke, you know what them joints look like. Come on now. You know what them numbers look like. We don't even have to discuss it. Let's not discuss it. We know what them numbers look like, bruh. Just prove him wrong, I guess. <laughs> prove him wrong. Go out there and play harder. The offense for the Cowboys has drastically changed because they're throwing the ball more, not really running it. If you're losing, okay, if I'm a coach of a pro NFL team, and by the way, the 49ers have the first female coach, if I'm not mistaken, in the NFL, and she's awesome. Um, but if I'm a coach of a pro football team, we're down by however many touchdowns, I'm not going to run the ball. I'm going to throw it. I'm going to try my best to gain as much yardage as possible to move the chains. So what that means, Zeke, can I call you Zeke? I'm going to call you Zeke. What that means, Zeke, is you may not get the ball as much, bro. So that's also probably why your numbers look that way. I'm just going to go ahead and I said what I said. All right. Now, looking at the Madden Titans ratings list. Guess who's number one? George Kittle with a 98. Yo, I have a new goal, you guys. I hope to interview George Kittle one day because like, he's like on the 49ers. He's one of my favorite players next to Kendrick Bourne. And then it's Bosa, then it's Garoppolo. I know y'all are like the quarterbacks number four on your favorites list for the 49ers, Ashley. Not going to talk about it. Point is, is George Kittle is number one for Titans. Bruh, played played last season. I just got so much respect for his work ethic. That's what I'm talking about. And his videos on Instagram are quite entertaining. So if George Kittle ever hears this, this is Ashley Gibbs. She's one of your biggest fans from Not Your Average Cheerleader. And she hopes to interview you one day because she is 49ers faithful. And just glad to have a really great tight end on our team. There, I said it. With all my heart, Ashley. All right, so... Second after him was Travis Kelsey with a 97. Got to give respect. I find this very funny that your QB who won the Super Bowl and got MVP is number one, 99 club, but your tight end, who's probably one of the second most popular players on that team, is number two for tight ends on the Madden list to a tight end that was on a losing team but still went to the Super Bowl. That math sounded super complex, but I'm just saying. I don't know. And then... This is what really got me, you guys. Rob Gronkowski, Gronk, let's just say Gronk, so I'm going to butcher his last name. Gronk. 
He got a 95. Did he play last year? I don't think he played last year. Wasn't he retired before, like, I don't know, a few months ago? <laughs> I'm confused. How can you rate higher <laughs> than other tight ends that play? I'm, look, I guess there's nowhere but up from here. Um, I'm interested to see how he's going to play this season. Now that he's down there with, with TB12, I mean... Somebody in Madden land, Madden land, that sounds like Aladdin. Uh, Madden land loves Gronk, doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that gets interesting. I'm a, I'm a Gronk fan though. Real talk. I am. Like I told you how I feel about Gronk. Like he's super tall, big muscular dude. I remember it took Five players to take him down one time in a game. And he literally dragged them almost to like the second or first yard of the end zone. It was absolutely crazy to watch. My mom and I were sitting there watching the game. And it was when he was on a Patriots, of course, because that's the only other team he's ever played for. And I was like, did he just drag? He dragged them. <laughs> he dragged them. And my mom was like, you got to really want it. And I was like, well, apparently he does. He wants a touchdown because he dragged them down there. So maybe that's why he got 95. I don't know. But teach his own, right? <laughs> so like the players were really like, really passionate about their Madden scores. Now, to be fair, I know y'all are probably like, Ashley, have you even played Madden before? You're talking about the scores. You even play Madden? To be fair, to give my history, I play Madden one time. I'm not like a huge video gamer. I say that now. Shout out to all my friends who do play video games, which is half the people at my job and half my friends that I know personally. They love games. I'm not a big video gamer. I'm lame. I love like crossword, like word search puzzles, mathematical like games. I'm a nerd though. So I I don't know. I'm a different type of nerd because there's different there's categories of nerds. I'm a different type of nerd. However, I played once when I went to go visit my family in California, in Los Angeles. And my cousin, Keith, shout out to him. He doesn't, he'll deny this. I don't care. He'll say, oh, well, when we played Madden, I beat you. That's not what happened. Okay. I want to say this for the record. Okay. I beat him. And all I did was press buttons for a good 45 minutes straight. And by press buttons, I literally mean press a bunch of bunch of buttons on the remote. I don't know um, <laughs> how I won. I don't even know what strategies I had. I think I had some people from the Patriots. I had no, I had Jerry Rice. This is how long ago this is. I'm like in my early 30s, y'all. So I'm not going to give my age away on this podcast, but just know that when I went to play Madden against him, I was like, a teenager maybe so this was around the time I think Jerry Rice was legit still playing and I didn't really know football all that well I was just getting into it point is is that I had different players from my team I know I had people from the Cowboys I just pick who I thought whose names I heard before and I just press buttons on a remote like most girls do when they're playing video games for the first time and I beat him and he was shocked. So he'll lie and say to people, oh, you never beat me in Madden. I did. One time I held my crown. I won. I never played again after that because I had to keep the respect. You know what I'm saying? So that's my Madden story for all you guys who think I don't know what Madden is. I do. I just don't own. Is it on Xbox? It's on all the gaming stations. Let me just 
I'm digging myself into a hole. Let me just come out. All right. So <laughs> moving on away from the Madden ratings that every player is like really like, ah, about. We're going to talk about that Prescott and the Cowboys. So he did exactly what I sat here in this chair at my desk on this microphone recording this podcast. What he said, what he did, what I said he was going to do, which was not sign a long term deal. So why are we shocked? I'm not shocked. You didn't sign anything. You know why you didn't sign anything? Because you wanted like 41 million guaranteed, Dak. And while like I am a fan of what you do outside of football, I just think how many playoff games have you won? I'll wait. Wow, this coffee tastes really good. Why I wait for that answer of how many playoff games Dak Prescott won with the Cowboys. It's really great, y'all, because I feel like the answer is still zero. So um, there you have it. <laughs> he signed a one-year deal worth $31.4 million. It's a fan- franchise tag, but there's no long-term deal. So what that means is at the end of this one-year deal, I guess they'll reevaluate. I'm using my little quotation marks. They'll reevaluate again. I'm just like, how many times do we have to go through this? I mean, it's entertaining for people like me who have podcasts or who have like sports shows, but really, like, we have to keep having this conversation. Oh my gosh, just sign something, Dak. Do it. They don't give me the money that I want. Okay, whatever. I'm just, I, I can't. I can't keep having this same conversation. Y'all heard how frustrated I got two episodes ago about this conversation. Frustrated again. What was his Madden score, by the way? In 84. He got an 84. And you want 41 guaranteed, which would have made you one of the highest paid QBs in the league. Oh, Patrick Mahomes destroyed that for you. But to be fair, he won a Super Bowl. So just saying. I'm just saying. They didn't change coaches how many times at the Cowboys? We always blame the coach when the team doesn't make it past the first game of the playoffs. How many times are we going to change coaches before we say, hey, maybe the quarterback should work with the rest of the team and maybe just try to do better? I don't know. It's just, it's getting a little bit annoying. (laughs) I know y'all are annoyed with me because I think we knew he wasn't going to come up with no deal. When they push all the way to the deadline, they're like that one student in class that the papers do Thursday, it's Monday, and you ask them, hey, have you started the paper yet? No, I'm going to do it though. I'm going to start it probably this afternoon, Tuesday. Paper's due on Thursday. Tuesday. Oh, have you started a paper yet? No, no, no. I'm going to get to it. I just had some other stuff to do yesterday. That's cool. Wednesday. Around 3 o'clock. You know, last class. Getting ready to transition. Drive home. Hey, have you started a paper yet? No, man. I got to get to that joint's due tomorrow at like 8 a.m. Yeah. Thursday. 7.15 a.m. Yo, let me do this paper. What? The papers do in 45 minutes. That's how they did with Dak Prescott's contract. <laughs> and they still didn't do it, which means that student still ain't getting no A. They probably barely going to get a grade if that, if they even turned it in on time. Nine times out of ten, that crap going to be late. So just to be fair, I feel like two years max, Dak will transition on to another team probably if – they don't come. Because if you think about it, if the Cowboys decide to pay him two one-year franchise tag contracts equal up to $31 million each, they might as well have gone ahead and done a long-term deal paying him the $41 million. And I feel like that that just would have been smarter because don't individually pay him. At most, I could see them doing this for this year and next year and then be done with it. 
depending on how he performs. I don't know. How do you guys feel? Let me know. I have now posted what is called seven minutes with NYAC, which is the acronym for Not Your Average Cheerleader, on my YouTube channel. So just go on YouTube, search Ashley Gibbs, A-S-H-L-I-E, thank you, and you'll see that video up and you can watch me talk about some of these highlights. I'm going to post some more um, during the month of August and the rest of July before I start season two. And season two is just going to get better, y'all, because we're praying and hoping by then we have maybe a game. Maybe a game happened. I don't care if it's like the Detroit Lions and somebody. I just need a game. I don't care who it is. It could be it could be the Chargers for all I care. Just give me a game. Any game, face off that I can talk about. Because season two is going to be lit. I promise. Thank you guys so much for joining me for season one. You guys have been absolutely amazing. So fun to chat with. Season two, we're looking forward to more dialogue, more funny reactions more discussions about what these players are doing, how they're performing, and also more guests. And I mean, actual athletes. Let's do it. I'm super excited for what's to come. Keep putting out, you know, your stuff. Stay empowered. Stay encouraged. 2020 is not canceled. You guys, still social distance. Wear your mask. Support your Black communities. Keep your foot on the gas. Thank you so much for supporting me and not your average cheerleader. I look forward to talking to you guys on YouTube with 7 Minutes with NYAC and see you soon for season two. Bye.